Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. As always, you know who it is. It's your boy, DJ Billy A, and we're here in Ceres, California, A, and across the way from me is my man, 50 Grand. Get up on your mic and tell him who you am, my friend. Exhibit had braids. Yes, he certainly did have braids. And did you know he was originally in Arizona before coming to California? I didn't. Yeah, it's the truth. Hey, what's going on, man? It is. Uh, <laughs> this is a Scott. How are you? Yes, uh, it is. I also go by Savage. Yes, you do. Or Sav. Yes. Savvy Davis. Yes. Sleepy Hollow. Correct. Big Skis. The Oracle. Yeah. <laughs> all things. All these are true. It's true. Yeah. Uh, what's going on, man? It's your boy. Uh, welcome to the 209 to the Infinity Show. Now streaming on all major platforms. Yes, it is. Search 209 till infinity. All one word. One word. Yes. Break yourself. Or as (laughs) I am often asked when I'm traveling in other parts of the country. Yeah. 209 till infinity. What's that? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What's 209? It's our area code. Yep. Never heard of it. Yeah, no, you wouldn't in other areas of the country. Yeah, 209. That's because Ludacris didn't talk about us in area codes. That's no, right. we did get, I think we got 916. Mm-hmm. I think we got the 510 in there, but no, he did not mention the 209. The 209 does not get a lot of love. That's because we're representing the 20916. That's right, here. absolutely. You know As mean? someone who came from Sacramento to the 209, I can very well say that we represent mm-hmm. both sides of that. I've equation. eaten a lot of gym boys in the 916. Yes, so, so have I. Yeah. Too, too much. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's the truth. Uh, hey, I got to tell you something okay. that I just found out tonight. I like it. 
And uh, breaking news, people! Breaking freaking news! Hot off the presses! You're getting it here first on the 209 till infinity podcast. Well, and here's the thing: it may not be first by the time the episode it's, drops. It's first for me. It's first right so now. So maybe nobody else about knows about it, or they haven't known about it. Yeah. Or there is a very strong person possibility that you guys don't give a shit. That's uh, and that, guess what? That's possible. Guess what, Bill? What? I don't care. I don't care. That's because right. this makes me excited. I love it. Uh, we, it? Uh, one of the things, and I don't think we've ever done it. If we have, then I apologize because we have done a lot of shows. Yes, I don't know have. if we have ever talked about our like favorite like TV characters of all time. I thought no. we talked about it or maybe we've, t- there's so much off the Not air, on I the remember. air. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so, um, and I could sit here for days going over some of my favorite, favorite TV characters. You know, one one time we need to get my boy Nate in here on the show, and uh, AKA Shake and Bake, AKA Boot Tuck Bill, um, <laughs> and because uh, he's a he's a TV dude, and right. he, he's that he's that guy that when you you're like, how do you know that? Right, that's him. Yeah, like yeah. you know. Well, nothing that matters pop culture knowledge. yeah yeah but anything that yeah. doesn't matter you're like how did you know that right right like i know a lot yeah but he he knows a lot he's lot. the man anyway um one of my favorite characters of all time clifford the big red dog yeah and he <laughs> is coming out on disney plus with a new series <laughs> Dude, that's the first time ever that I flipped yeah. the Clifford mm-hmm, on you. Mm-hmm. Usually that's mm-hmm. your game, but I yeah, couldn't yeah. I couldn't resist. Yeah, yeah. Red Batch. Yeah. Oh, that's that's the name of the show? Yeah. Nice. You're um, quick, dude. You always have yeah. it. I love it. The uh one of my favorite characters of all time uh-huh. is Raylan Givens. Raylan Givens. Do you know who that is? I do not. No. Who's Raylan Givens? Raylan Givens is Timothy Oliphant in the FX show Justified. Oh, okay. Yes, I know Justified. Justified was a five-year show Uh uh, on FX, and Raylan Givens uh, is was absolutely one of my favorite characters of all time. If I sat down and made a list, Uh he would probably be in the top ten. Like it would be hard. I'd have to sit down. Like of all the, you know what I mean. All the shows that I've watched over right. the years, right? Because you'd have to... The ranking system would be intense. Sure. You know? Absolutely. Like where, I know what you're thinking. Where does Sam Mayday Malone stand on that list? <laughs> He's up there, you know? Who doesn't love that. a Mayday Malone? You know what I yeah. mean? Oh, and oh, Cheers has so oh, many. Oh, Cliff. You want to talk about... Char- Norm. A character-driven... Yeah, absolutely. Woody. Cliff, Norm, Woody. Coach. Coach. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. Frazier, Frazier spawned a freaking spinoff from that. Yeah. Oh, that, that, that Don't get sh- me going on Eddie LeBeck. Oh, yeah. The hockey right, Nick player. Tortelli. Yes, yeah. Carla's uh, first husband. Yes. Oh, my God. I could be here all day. That show, I hadn't thought about that. Any one of those characters could have had their own show. The actor who played coach passed away. But how phenomenal would have show been to see what his life was like when he went home to his wife and maybe he had grown kids. And, and Woody... What did he do when he wasn't at the bar? Like, that would have been a phenomenal show. I would have watched the hell out of that. So, but let's get back to Justified, because I did not watch Justified. Now, break down a little bit. What what was the premise of Justified? Let me say something yeah. before we switch back. Yeah. How's it going, Norm? Yeah. 
it's a doggy dog world and i'm wearing milk bone underwear <laughs> that's right hey, those that intro from him wanted some of the great hey what's going on norm i got jack frost nipping at my nose now let's get joe beard nipping at my liver <laughs> just it's so good man hey where you been norm uh my ideal height if my ideal weight if i were 11 feet tall you know just that kind of shit man like he was the man, dude. Oh man, I, you're making me want to just go watch oh, season. Dude, how many I, episodes seasons was that? Like I, seven, eight. It ran. It had at least because it had Diane. We had Coach who passed, and then you went into the Woody years, and then you had Diane. She left. Then you went into the uh, oh, I can't remember the actress's name who replaced Diane, the girl with the dark, the brunette, Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley. Yeah, I mean, did she just pass away? Ooh, did she? I think I remember her. Uh, she may have. I think she did struggle with substance abuse. Um, but if that show didn't run at least seven or eight seasons, I'd be shocked. So good. If my information is correct, and I don't see why IMDb would be lying no, to me. They, they, that's the place. Uh, 82 to 93. So what's that? 10, 11 years? 11. 82 to 93 would be 11 years. 11 seasons. Number of seasons, 11. Number of episodes, 275. Well, if you remember, uh, that show ran so long that he went bald, and towards the end, he started wearing a uh, he started wearing a toupee to cover his bald spot, and he revealed that Ooh. towards the end. Sam Malone, Mayday's character, uh, Ted Danson, reveals at one point he goes, "Look, I'm going to show you something I've never showed anybody." I think it was Carla or someone who was feeling terrible about themselves, and he goes, "Look, I'm going to tell you something about me to make you any." takes off his toupee and shows the bald spot and then she starts fucking with him. Ah, you're an idiot. You know, like, yeah, dude, that show ran for a long time. That was a huge, a huge part of our youth, man. I was in junior high and high school. 82 to 93 would have been elementary, junior high, and high school. I graduated in 93. Here's all you need to know about this show in this era where... No, we're going back to Justified. No, we're still no, on, still still on, on Cheers real quick. Okay. Now we're totally off track. No, no, that's fine. But, uh, in this in this era of where people just love to shit on stuff, yes, for the sake of shitting on stuff, right? It has an IMDb rating of seven point nine. That's huge. And Rotten Tomatoes of eighty seven percent. Yeah, and that's over eleven years. And that's yeah. and that's for a show that has been off the air for ninety three thirty, 30 years. years. Yeah. So. I mean, something man, to think mean, about that dude. means i graduated high school 30 years let's ago. not talk about that holy shit that's insane yeah no the great show i put um there were a few shows in my youth coming up cheers was one of them i loved family ties mm -hmm. michael j fox uh i just i loved that show i just it made me laugh i love the family dynamic i love the fact that he was a republican and they were like old hippies and that was so great uh as it's not very PC to admit it anymore because he's gotten himself into a lot of trouble, but the Cosby show, man, that was it for me. That was Wednesday or Thursday nights. Uh, I was in sixth grade. That was a big deal. That's where you were for a while. They referred to NBC as nothing but Cosby because he carried that network. They didn't have a lot of hit shows at the time, other than your random cheers and things like that. So they called it nothing but Cosby because his show was like a staple that carried that network for a long time. But I mean, there's just, those were just a few to name from my childhood that I loved. Before we switch back real quick, uh, yeah. I would love to do an episode just on chairs. 
Uh, Christy Alley did pass away. She passed away in December of 22, so not too long ago, less oh, okay. than a couple yeah, months yeah, ago. Yeah, that wasn't uh, long stage ago. four colon cancer. Oh, cancer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that uh, sucks. It's yeah, and I know that she had, and she was one of those girls that was like, she always was up and down with her weight and yes, those, that kind of stuff. Yeah, so. she struggled with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but anyway, now that I totally got sidetracked by hey. Justified to cheers, right? Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Dun, 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 dun. Sometimes you want to go. Where? Everybody knows your name. And they're always glad you came. You want to be where you can see. Your troubles are far away. You want to go where everybody knows your name. Yes, dude. That, what does that tell you? I remember <laughs> 30 years ago, I haven't heard that theme song for 30 years. Well, that's not true. It reruns. But it's been a long time since I heard it. It's like it came on the radio yesterday. It's still mm -hmm. a hit. That shit's a hit. That's a slapper, that's dude. A, that's, a, that's a banger, baby. That's like a banger, dude. But the classic, and that's the other thing, there aren't theme songs for shows like there were when we came up. Hey, man. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. <laughs> the facts of life. Uh, dude, just, I could go on and on. Uh, 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 Different strokes. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. The Jeffersons. Mm -hmm. Fish don't fry in the kitchen. Beans don't burn on the grill. Mm -hmm. Took a whole lot of Tarayan just to get up that hill. That's a theme song to the Jeffersons. Now we up in the big leagues. Yeah, man. The, the, the theme songs for TV shows were, were better. The shows were better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Dude, we were blessed. I'm going to say it right now to come up when we came up, man. This is this is what they said when they said, "Look, dude, we need to, we need to know, like, what kind of song are we gonna put to the Cheers theme song?" This is what they said. Every song I download has to pass a series of rigorous tests to answer one simple question: Is it a banger? How many beats per minute? There you go. Hey, <laughs> it passes. Yeah. What are we gonna do? Is it, Every is, it song a, is it a banger? Yeah. Is it? And it is. Cheers theme song is a banger. Mm -hmm. So anyway, we got a little derailed. I've never watched Justified. If memory serves me correct, is he a police officer? So Justified is an American neo-Western crime drama television series that premiered on March 16th, 2010 on the FX network. Okay. Developed by Graham Yost, it is based on Elmore Leonard's stories about the character Raylan Givens, particularly Fire in the Hole. Timothy Oliphant portrays Raylan Givens, a tough deputy U.S. marshal, okay. enforcing his own brand of justice. But it's present day. It's yes. not. It's current, right? It's not a Western no, Western. No, no, no. Okay. It's, it, it's in Eastern Kentucky, Harlan County, which is like a poor area of Kentucky. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, one of my favorite characters uh, is 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 uh, Raylan Givens. And uh -huh. as I was sitting here getting ready for this fancy show, right? Uh, I saw a uh, news thing, and I clicked on it uh, because of something that happened, and I will get to that in a second. But uh, they are filming an eight-episode limited series, Justified City Primeval. Is a spinoff of FX's 2010 to 2015 hit Justified, inspired by. 
one of another Elmore Leonard novel. Okay. Uh, so it takes place seven years following the end of Justified and follows Givens after he left Kentucky for his new home base in Miami. Viewers will find uh, Givens balancing a life as a marshal and a part-time father of his 14-year-old who's played by his actual real-life daughter, Vivian. Oh, sweet. So um, I that excites me very much uh, yeah. because I'm a huge fan of this show. Um, and Raylan Givens, and it's one of the reasons that Tim the Oliphant is on my list of favorite actors. He uh, um, he was the villain in uh, Die Hard, Die Hard Four, mm-hmm. the one where he was the tech, the computer, yeah, the computer tech genius villain. Also a um, in uh, the Mandalorian. That's right. Yes, as the sheriff. Yeah. Interestingly enough, of that town that the Mandalorian came in and tried to help. Yeah, he was good. He was good in that. He had Boba Fett's armor. Uh, correct. Yeah. So, uh, the reason that I, um, let's see, the reason that I saw the initial thing before I clicked on this and I said that something had happened was uh, Justified City Primeval production halted after outsiders engaged in gun battle drive through the barricades of the film lot in Chicago. Oh shit! Chirac. So they were, f- yeah. they were filming in yeah. Chicago. Yeah, a two members of in like in cars ended up in a gun battle, and uh-huh. then as they were driving and shooting and chasing each other, they shot went through the barricades of the movie lot. I started just conti- had a gun battle yes. right in the middle of their movie lot. Timothy no one was in- fan. Almost had to get yeah. into a character and, and start taking fools out two cars whose occupants were engaged in a gunfight smashed through the show's barricades no one was injured during the wednesday night intrusion though shell casings were found on the set later the cast and crew hit the ground and took cover when the incident occurred star timothy oliphant who is reprising his role as u.s marshal Raylan givens was present um a tipster told deadline oliphant oliphant shielded a production assistant from the gunfire but this could not be verified uh, <laughs> hero. Yes, that's right. Uh, all heroes wear capes. Yeah, there you go. And he said it. it he said, uh, "Let's see." Quote. It was. Oh, it was the scariest thing I've ever had happen. Chicago is no joke, man. I have heard. Uh, and then, and then I'm so I'm reading, and it said the incident happened one day after a crew member was shot dead on the New York City set of NBC drama series Law and Order. Oh, Jesus. What is going on? TV is the wild, wild west. A crew member was shot dead? That's insane. Like, wow. At that Well, that sucks, but hey, I'm glad you're getting your show back. Awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, someone died. That's terrible. But congrats for about Justified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's awful, though. <laughs> you just went Ant-Man on me. Yeah. But I got the van. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. Oh, Paul Rudd. Genius. But yeah, man, no, that's cool. It's been a while since there's been a um, a TV show that wasn't Marvel or Star Wars related that I've been really excited about. Uh, I'm enjoying, uh, well, I finished it. I enjoyed, I should say, past tense. Uh, I enjoyed that 90s show. That was a fun watch, easy watch. Not real serious, just comedy, you know, it was good. Uh, still watching. I'm still keeping up with The Young Rock. I think we're in season three. The Young Rock, I don't know if you're following it, is now they're into his deep into his wrestling career. So how he became The Rock, how he crafted his character. This is kind of what I've been waiting for. We're past his, uh, 
you know, junior high, high school years, college years, failed football years, and now we're into the wrestling career. And his, his career is starting to take off and blow up. And I'm excited for that to see how that progresses and to see when his movie career is going to start. So mm -hmm. I'm stoked. And that show's fun. It's cheesy, it's silly, but it's fun. Randall Park, and it's fun. It's a fun show. I'm enjoying that show. Um, but yeah, it's been a while since there's been uh, something new that's popped off that, like I said, wasn't Star Wars or Marvel related. We're supposed to be getting the final season. The sixth and final season of Cobra Kai is coming. All they say is coming soon. The trailer looks good. I'm excited for that. Uh, I've been following that. Um, I think next week, actually, season three of Wu-Tang and American saga i think mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. wu-tang and american saga. i loved season two and they got they season two ended with them just becoming the wu-tang clan and really getting going and i think season three is going to talk about them breaking off and going into their solo careers and probably i would imagine the loss of the old dirty bastard and his problems so i'm super excited for that um that's a great show really really well done um and somebody said if you want a good companion piece for that show i guess Raekwon just wrote a book where he kind of retells the story from his point of view about how, the, how it went down. It's supposed to be a really amazing book. Someone in the comments said, man, the show hits even more different and harder if you've read that book. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to Cobra Kai. Um, I know we got Mandalorian season three uh, coming up. I'm excited for that. So I, I can't wait. Apparently Mercy's stoked for that as well, which is good. She's a huge fan. Huge fan of, the Man of Mando. Well, it's probably because um, Baby Yoda, a.k.a. Grogu. Yes. Very similar to her. Yeah, yeah. Mandalorian. Protect the child at all costs. Hey, Savalorian. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Absolutely. So, man, yeah. There's some good TV coming up on the horizon that I'm excited for, and I'm stoked, man, that you're getting... You, you, hey, you, how you, often is it your favorite character of all time comes back? You like, know what I'm saying? One of One of, one of yeah, your yeah. favorite. That's rare. Yeah, yeah. I don't I mean, think... it be I, like Urkel coming back yeah, on a new show. I don't think Sam Malone's yeah. coming back. No, probably not. He's still acting a lot. Oh, he is. He has a show on NBC, or he yeah, had a show. He's busy, dude. Uh, yeah. Another one? Oof. Gregory M. House. Oh, House. House was that, a was a great character. My parents like, loved that oh. show, and I got into it from them. Like, and I didn't watch it religiously, but I did watch it. That was a, yeah, it was just like a doctor show, but also a mystery. Like, you know, like I, don't, it, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but like, I, I didn't watch it like the first two seasons, and then like, I had a couple people be like, "Oh, you you remind me of, of House." Oh yeah, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I never, you know." And then my mom was like, "Yeah, you do kind of remind me of House." So then I watch it, right? And I was like, oh, I got to watch this, right? The guy's an asshole. <laughs> He's like a sarcastic asshole. And I was like, is this who people think I am? Yes. Like, yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. I don't. They're like, oh, no, 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 not like mean, but just you're really sarcastic and funny. And I was like, He's an asshole in the show, he dude. He just told me he reminds you of me. A pill popping asshole. Yeah, he really was. Uh, what's interesting, that guy's such a good actor, is he's so British. He's, he's so British. He's one of those ones, man, where you watch House and then you see him in an interview and they're like, ladies and gentlemen, Hugh Lowry from House. And he's like, well, hello, you know, when we were filming House. I'm like, what? Get out of here. Because then he was also in other movies with an American accent. No, a, lot, a lot of guys are like that. that. Same thing. I had no idea that Christian Bale, until I saw him in an interview, like, well, right, you know, and I play Batman. And I'm like, who the fuck's this guy? Get out of here. What'd you do with Christian Bale? Like, it, dude. 
insane how they could turn it off and turn it on like that. I don't know. Uh, Rick from The Walking Dead? Yes. British as fuck. Oh, dude, insane. Yeah, when you see him in interviews, you're like, that ain't Rick. Get out of here. Well, when I was out there on the, on the, on the scene, right, and the zombies is everywhere, and I, and what the fuck? Yeah. I kind of, I think American actors must be getting a little taste of their own medicine when these Aussies and these UKs and the people from the UK come in and take the roles. Because you know they got to be thinking, man, wait, there's plenty of white guys with American accents mm-hmm, that could have done mm-hmm. that role. Well, imagine how Indians felt when Johnny Depp played Tonto. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're probably like, hey, I'm really Indian. What the fuck? We couldn't, you couldn't call me? Like, you know what I'm saying? Or when like, uh, like I know Scarface is a classic, but you get an Italian dude to play a Cuban. You know what I'm saying? Like there was probably a lot of Cuban guys going, I could have been, I could have been Scarface. You know what I'm saying? Now, not to say Pacino didn't knock it out of the park. I know I'm probably gonna get some hate on that, but all I'm saying is, I think that's the first time that white males are getting a bit of a taste right. of their own. They're like, they're taking our roles. They're taking all our roles. Like, cause dude, there's so many Brits that do it and do it well. Like kill it. The only one I, I would say that had some trouble who's gotten better was Benedict Cumberbatch. That first Doctor Strange, his American accent weaves in and out a bit, but he's locked it down and he's a lot stronger with it. But that first Doctor Strange is still a phenomenal movie. Right, right. There were times when I looked at my wife and went, ooh, yeah, he's having a hard time with that. Like, he's one of the few that I've... And he's still an incredible actor, but it can't be easy to do. That's If that's naturally how you speak, to flip a switch and be like, nope, I'm not talking that way, when that's how you've talked for 40 years or whatever, 38 years, however old you are. Yeah, phenomenal, dude. Uh, I'm I'm excited for you. I hope that I hope that show is amazing. You 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 talked about uh, you were checking out uh, Lopez and Lopez. Yes, Lopez versus Lopez. Lopez versus Lopez. Yeah. Uh, you know about the stuff going on with George Lopez right now? I have not. I know that the the young boy on the show, his father passed away from cancer, which was sad. The the young boy who him and his dad, the Anki boys, they they started the uh, they had that. TikTok channel, oh, yeah, which is yeah. where the son became famous and got on, got the attention of the Lopez show and got on the Lopez show, but the father passed. I know that was sad. I don't know what's going on with George though. So there's a, um, this is, this is really popping off right now. There's a young Latino comedian. His name is Ralph Barbosa. Oh yes. I saw the video clip. Yeah, I know. I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. And, yeah. and, um, He's blowing up. He is like one of the biggest up and coming comedians right now. If you watch TikTok, he's fucking his shit, hilarious. Because I look at comedians on TikTok, his shit pops up when I scroll every no. other video. Sometimes right. he he he's got. I've seen so many bits that make us. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, right. Funny. Yeah, very funny. Very smooth. He's, he's got an he's HBO fun. Max special, I believe. Yeah, and uh, definitely blowing up. And uh, so anyway. Uh, he was on, uh, Lopez was on uh, this podcast called OMG High. Right. Yeah. And hosted by Steve Trevino. Right. And Steve Trevino brought up Ralph Barbosa. Talked about how isn't it important that we open the doors and we help these guys out. Yeah. It's incumbent on the OGs of the biz like George to pass down knowledge and assist up and comers in breaking through. And then he said, basically... Why were you bringing him up? He's in. He's in. His name. Why did you even bring us up? Nobody. Nobody even knows who that guy is. Yeah. And 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 he comes off like an asshole. Absolutely. He comes off like he's drunk. 
Yeah. And, and and if you watch Lopez versus Lopez, he's coming off like his his character is a drunk asshole in the show a bit, a bad father, drunk asshole. Yeah, and, and like this thing took off like wildfire I've because seen, he yep. he basically like ran his mouth and said Barbosa. Yeah, why are we talking about him? Like he doesn't deserve to be talked about, and it has blown up because all of these people are coming out like just bashing lopez yeah, yeah. he has been pretty much anti um supporting the latinos like la raza as they you know they say like uh, multiple people have come out especially like paul rodriguez who's an old school comedian yeah, well, like he was like back, way back in the day yeah. he lit he lit him up and was like this is not how you do it man like you may be funnier than me and you may have made more money than me but guess what that's not how you treat people, you know what I mean? And like a lot of people have come out of the woodworks now that this is going off because he has done shit to them. Oh, dude, it, it, the the clip that a lot of people are taking Barbosa's stand up and splicing it in with his comments. Like he was like, who is this guy? Why would we bring him up? And then they cut to Jimmy Fallon going, ladies and gentlemen, was it Ray? Is it Ray? Ralph Barbosa. Ralph Barbosa. And then he goes back to, this guy's gonna not doing anything. Have you heard of him? I haven't heard of him. And he goes, Ralph, you're great, man. You're awesome. And, and, and so there's so many TikTok videos that are circulating now where they're splicing in his stand-up and showing his talent and showing his success, uh, but they're mixing it in with with Lopez talking shit. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I did see that. And I think that's fucked up, man. I, I think, why? You're, why? Why did he feel the need? Like, he's successful. He's on the top of the comedy mountain. He's on his second... He's hosted his own talk show. He's on a second hit television show. He can tour the world anywhere doing stand-up and making money. Why shit on this other guy? Are you jealous? I, to be honest, when he came out with that, I didn't believe he hadn't heard of him. Mm -hmm. I didn't buy for a second that he didn't know. He even faked like and said his name wrong. Like, who's this Raul Barbosa? What? Like, he fucked his name up or something. I didn't buy for a second he didn't know who he was. I felt like he was jealous. I felt like it was the old 100%. man. Hundred percent, old man, he, get cranky off my old lawn. man. Yeah, you're like I'm still here. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm gonna give you a little quick little. Uh, this is one of my funniest uh, Ralph Barbosa things I like. Uh, so if you haven't heard of him, look him up, Ralph Barbosa. Let's give this guy a little shine. I, I, he's very funny to me. All right, week. Uh, just cool, man. I've been having a cool little week. Huh? Uh, you heard that? You opened up and man, it was I've been just having laughter. a cool little week. Cool little week. Okay. Oh man, I've been having a cool little week. Uh, I ran into my mom's ex-boyfriend the other day. Yeah, he's doing really good, man. He uh, he was right. We we were holding him back. That's he awesome. dresses so much nicer. He got a car now. I approached him. I had to. I said, dude. If this is what getting away from my mom looks like, I'm ready, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's the one dude that broke up with my mom. Every dude she dated, she would dump them. But I remember the day he broke up with her. I was 10 years old. He's walking out the house. I was like, he is going places. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Hilarious. Yeah, funny. I, I regret, I don't have HBO Max anymore, but that's, I believe he's got a special on HBO Max. I'd love to watch it. I, hopefully it comes to uh, other streaming platforms because I really want to see it. And every clip I find, it makes me, he makes me laugh. 
So good for him, man. You know what? And, and, and you and know what thing- George Lopez did for him? He's he's a thousand times more. If he was a, he was known before, guess what? Now he's got a lot of heat under his name. There's mm-hmm. no such thing as bad press. That just bumped him up to another level. Like, look, we're talking about him. I guarantee a good chunk of the U.S. and around the world is mentioning his name right now when they weren't before. So, hey, thank you, Grandpa Lopez. Much appreciated. Respect you, grumpy old fuck, because you just did him a favor, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and he said, as for Ralph, he responded to all the chatter. This is spawned with a clip he reposted. is quite telling. It's from the scene of the movie Blood In, Blood Out, where Benjamin Brad is getting grilled by his relative for turning his back on his own people. Yes. Oh, if you in. know, you know. You seen Blood In, Blood Out? Oh my God, that's a good. Vatos loco ese. That Blood In, Blood Out is one of those movies. It's really long. It's like three hours. It's like an epic uh, Southern California Hispanic gangster movie, basically about street gangs. And dude, you watch that, and you, you got to be careful because as a white boy, I come out of there like, "Hey, qué paso, Holmes? Hey, vatos loco ese?" And I go, "Wait, wait, no, 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 stop!" But it's just one of those movies. It was so good, it sucked you in. Like, Bill, that's not okay. You're not allowed to talk that way. Like, so good. That movie's incredible. Man. One of the things that really just surprised me about this was just that, especially in comedy, like, yeah, comedy comedians are like. They have each other's back. Usually it's like a family. A hundred, like, like when you see Joe Rogan and Dave Chappelle and Jamie Foxx and Chris, like everybody jumped to Chris Rock's defense after the slap. Like, yeah. like I've seen actors yeah. get after each other. Uh-huh. I've seen musicians. Yes. But comedy has always kind of been like a happy family. Like yes. people don't tear each other down, even if no. they don't like people. Right. There's no, for the most part, comedy beefs. No. It's movies and music and right. you know thing like that. So Absolutely. that was the that was the thing that was like I was like wow. The closest thing I saw I can remember to a comedy beef was Joe Rogan versus Carlos Mencia when Rogan called him out for stealing jokes. And then similar to what's happening now where everybody's coming out of the woodwork saying Lopez is an asshole, all of a sudden people started coming out of the woodworks. Yeah, Mencia took this joke from me and oh yeah, I opened for him and he used my joke like yeah it, it started everybody started. And dude, he he does stand up still, but his career died. And he was gonna, he was on his way to be the next Dave Chappelle. He had the Mind of Mencia on Comedy Central that was blowing up. His stand up shows were huge, and that that crushed him. Like mm-hmm. he, it took him a while to rebound from that, and he'll never get back to where he was. So this could hurt Lopez. Uh, you know, I, I enjoy Lopez versus Lopez. So hopefully, uh, I hope he sees the light. I hope he mans up and apologizes. He should. Uh, I don't know if he will because pride is a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But he should apologize um, and he should want to look out. He should feel um, honored to have op- to blown a door open for Latino comedians and actors because he did. I mean, the Lopez show was a long time ago, the original one, and there wasn't a lot of Hispanic people on TV. He opened some serious doors for folks. He should be proud of that. He should be proud that there's a Ralph Barbosa out there right now coming up on his coattails uh, from the doors he opened. I don't understand what good does it do to be an asshole. Mm-hmm. It does him no good. All he did was tarnish his image. Like, And now it's going to be further tarnished by people going, oh, yeah, no, Lopez is an asshole. And it's yeah. not good because a lot of people are coming out saying that you know he is yeah and he's absolutely. been this way and he's done this to them and this to them so well the his show is all about repairing his relationship with his daughter because he was basically a deadbeat dad and his daughter is all over tiktok saying yeah 
this is kind of a true story. Like he wasn't in my life. He wasn't around. He was a stand-up comedy. He left my mom. He left us. He was not in the picture for a long time. And we're now reconnecting and doing the show together, but that he wasn't there. So I think he probably is kind of an asshole and that's too bad. It's too bad because when you look up to somebody and respect somebody, enjoy their work, you would hope that they're a good person. But you know, hey, just money doesn't make you a good person. Success doesn't make you a good person. So unfortunately, sometimes it turns you into a giant asshole. If you were an asshole and then you get successful, sometimes you just become a bigger, massive, giant asshole. <laughs> you know, money doesn't always fix everything. So. Keep firing, asshole. That's right. Oh, Spaceball, so good. But yeah, man, uh, yeah, I'm stoked. There's a lot of good TV coming out. Um, Check out, if you got HBO Max, check out Ralph Barbarossa's special. Absolutely. I don't remember the name of it, but uh, I wish I could watch it. But let, let us know if you've seen it and what you think of it, because every clip I've seen is absolutely frigging hilarious. Amazing. He's a funny dude. Yes, he is. And uh, he's going to get his, he's going to get his, uh, he's going to get his, uh... his just do. Oh, mm-hmm. he's, he's coming up. I'd be surprised if he don't get a TV show soon with the rate. I could see his character being good on a show. Oh, another uh, stand-up comedy information. I don't think we talked about it on the show. Do you remember a while back when I talked about the Chappelle Chris Rock? Uh-huh. And I told you that Rock retook my favorite comedian spot because his set just seemed more polished, uh-huh. seemed tighter, seemed more well put together. Uh-huh. Well, there's a reason for that. Chris Rock announced he's doing the first ever live stream on Netflix. So his next comedy special, I don't know when, I think it's in March is going to go out live. So wherever he is performing that on stage, it's going to be going out to 90 countries live simultaneously. Millions of people will be watching this. So there is a reason why he came out and his shit was precise and on time and tight. I'll be really curious to see if the set we saw is incorporated to what he's going to do. I have I'll be shocked if it isn't, but there's no room for error. It's live. Most stand-up comedy specials people don't realize are usually an hour. Not Gabriel Iglesias, obviously, but right. most people are an hour. And but it's usually they do an hour and a half to two hours and they trim out the fat and give you a solid hour. So he's gotta be tight, solid for at least an hour, no errors. He's gotta go hard. He's basically gotta be perfect because it's live. So yeah, that explains a lot. Because Chappelle was real loose conversational just looked like he was having fun rock looked like he i told my wife i said go that that's going to be his next special like that's ready to go if i had my phone out and filmed that i could put that on youtube it was it was solid and that now i know why so i just wanted to follow up on that from my i was four five or six episodes ago but thought it was interesting to find out that's gonna he's gonna do the first ever netflix live stream FYI, Ralph Barbosa and Gwen LaRocca were the winners of the third edition of the Latino stand-up comedy competi- competition, which is what the streaming thing is on HBO Max. Oh, okay. It's called Entre Nos. Ah. The, the winners, three. Okay. FYI. Good for him. Well, he's killing it now, man. Good on him. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, look, maybe he just... Lopez became more of an asshole after he turned 50. It's possible. God, I hope that doesn't happen to me. Yeah. Speaking of 50. Yeah. Yes. How are we doing? Are we good on time? I don't want to run over. because Don't run it over, dude. Yeah, are we good? We good? So, uh, you know, usually every year we do an episode where we talk about the next new up-and-coming movies for the year. 
usually do it around January, February. So Rotten Tomatoes put out the a list of the most anticipated movies for 2023. And I thought I would just kind of scroll through and hit some of the ones that I think you and I and our listeners are going to be stoked for. Uh, so the first one is uh, on February 10th, Magic Mike, The Last Dance. <laughs> just kidding. Not, not excited for that. Unless you are. Maybe some of our listeners are. I don't want to insult anybody. Mm-mm. But I told my wife when I saw this trailer, I go, there was a fucking second Magic Mike. Are we, are we really on a third Magic Mike? Is this happening? I had no idea. But anyway, that's not the one. That's not one I'm excited for. Uh, maybe now that you have a lady friend, Savage, that might mm-hmm. be a movie mm-hmm. you might go see. I don't know if my wife's excited for it. It's possible they're good-looking guys. Hey, I'm, I'm man enough to admit it. Um, I think she's more of a Magic Sav kind of guy. Oh, there you go. That's what's up. Magic Bill. I like it. Uh, opening on February 17th, Ant-Man Quantumania. Um, it's been a while now. For me, probably since... Spider-Man No Way Home that I've been this excited for a Marvel movie. I haven't been this excited for a Marvel film in a long time. Uh, I think we're finally going to get a classic Ant-Man movie. I think this one has a strong villain. My problem with the first two Ant-Man movies, they're cute, they're funny. Villains are forgettable. I couldn't tell you who the villains were in the first two Ant-Man movies. Uh, This one has Kang the Conqueror. Looks serious, looks darker, looks more intense. I'm on board. I love Paul Rudd. Let's go. The guy that plays Kang, um, Jonathan Majors, is incredible. As we saw him on Loki, he was amazing. I'm stoked for it. I'm sure you are as well. Absolutely. Any thoughts on that? Let's uh, get it. Yeah. Can't wait. Um, this one, re- review coming. Yes. Oh, we'll be reviewing that one. February 24th. This one cracks me up. Loosely based on a true story, Cocaine Bear. Apparently, there was a shipment of cocaine that fell out of an airplane and a bear OD'd on it. So somebody thought this would be a killer idea for a movie. But what if the bear didn't OD, he got high on coke and then just started going around and tearing people up. And interestingly enough, this has one of Ray Liotta's last acting performances. So Ray Liotta is in this and O'Shea Jackson Jr., Ice Cube's son. And it's directed by Elizabeth Banks. From Zack and Mary make a porno. And uh, interesting, I wouldn't have pegged her that. So Cocaine Bear, uh, I'll stream it. <laughs> Probably, I wouldn't go to the theater, but I am a little intrigued to just see a bear that gets high and just starts tearing fools up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, it's a streamer, I, not a theatrical run for me. Can't see that one killing it at the box office. March 3rd, 2023, for me, I will be in the theater for this, Creed Three. Again, Jonathan Majors is back in this one as uh, I believe from what I can tell from the trailers, he was friends when they were young with Adonis Creed, Uh, but he went to jail. Adonis became the boxing champ. Now Jonathan Majors character is out of jail and wants a shot at the title and wants it, wants to take it from Adonis. And I think that's the premise of the movie. Uh, have you heard anything else more than that? I just that I've heard though. I know Sly's mad because they wrote him out. And the rumor is that they're going to have him be dead. I don't know. That's just a rumor. I don't know if that's true. But Sly apparently get pretty upset because he created the character of Rocky. But I guess he doesn't own it or have control over it. And he was not ready to walk away from the Rocky role. And they, from what I've heard, he's he's not in it because he's going to be dead, basically. So I don't do it. But don't quote me on that. That's just hearsay. I don't know if that's true. I'm uh, just scrolling through here. Just scroll to March 17th. 
March 17th. What do you got, March 17th? Oh, yep, there it is. Shazam Fury of the Gods. Yes, I'm I'm on the fence on this one. Uh, how do you feel? I'm, I'm in. I want to watch it. I'm going to watch it. It's I enjoyed the first one. Been since, was it 2019, the first one? I, I and, and now knowing what I know about the DC Universe, that they're doing a complete reboot, they haven't said one way or another if Shazam will continue. I, I'm having a hard time caring about this movie. What you and I said about Avatar, too long, don't care. I liked the first one, wasn't in love with it, enjoyed it, fun, silly, good time, made me laugh. I, I don't know. I, 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 and I gotta be honest with you, I don't even know if this is theater worthy for me. I might, but I'm not super excited anymore. I feel like DC's rebooting now and I don't know if this is gonna be part of it, so what, I don't know, what's the point? Well then just go next week. Yes, because uh, we're at uh, March 24th. Now, this is a movie that I can't wait for. Uh, man, this was supposed to come out December the uh, 2021, <laughs> right after, right before The Matrix or right after The Matrix, that awful Matrix movie. Um, it's John Wick 4. Super stoked. Can't wait. Uh, looks incredible. The trailer blows my mind. Some of the best action I think I've seen in a movie in a long time comes from these movies. Every movie now, the action movie that comes out now, I compare to it. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, here's one I was curious to get your thoughts on. The trailer came out a long time ago before Spider-Man No Way Home, and I'm surprised it hasn't come out already. Dungeon and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, starring Chris Pine and Hugh Grant. Uh, would that be one you'd go to the theater to see? I I'm not interested in that at all. Yeah, I Unless it comes out and people are like, this movie's badass. I love Chris Pine. I will say that. I, I do like Chris Pine. I loved him as uh, Captain Kirk in the Star Trek movies. There's a movie called Unstoppable with Denzel Washington that's amazing. Uh, I've heard good things about the movie. I have yet to watch it uh, where he plays Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit. But yeah, that wouldn't be a theater one for me either. Now here, super stoked for this one in April. I sent you the trailer a few days ago. Air, starring and directed by Ben Affleck, also starring Matt Damon. Jason Bateman, Viola Davis, Chris Tucker, Marlon Wayans. The cast is phenomenal, and this is the story of a young, up-and-coming, fledgling, struggling Nike company trying to get off the ground, trying to find their niche in the basketball realm. They bring in Matt Damon to get their basketball division going, and his idea is to recruit this guy who hasn't set foot on a basketball, NBA basketball court yet and give him his own shoe and build a brand around him. Of course, that's Air Jordan, Michael Jordan, the Jordan. It's just going to be the story of them courting him, trying to get him, and uh, turning. And it's just crazy to see, ever think of, you know, Nike's such a household name. If you know about Jordan and you know about his history, you know about Sonny Vaccaro, who is the Nike, uh, who is played by Matt Damon, who is the Nike um, person who basically put his job and put, you know, Nike... And, and, and sold this to them. Yeah. Sonny Vaccaro was the guy that went to Michael Jordan's mom's house. And yes. when he was in, you know. Played the, by Viola Davis. Right. She's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, you and six or seven other people sent me this as soon as it came out. Oh, man, I can't wait. I, I love the scene where, where Ben Affleck says, you're going to put all your trust on this guy who hasn't, this rookie who hasn't played one minute of NBA basketball. And Matt Damon says, 
Yeah, that's literally the definition of a rookie. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. Like, I can't wait. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon together, they're friends, and there's an energy there that, that it's you can't match with two other actors because mm-hmm. they actually came up in Boston. They're homies. Like, uh, I think Ben Affleck has become an incredible director. The Town, Argo, uh, Gone Baby Gone. He's phenomenal. I can't wait. This is um, probably in my top two highest and highly anticipated movies of the year. And I didn't even know it was coming until last week. I can't wait. I love true stories like that. Um, so uh, April 7th, the Mario animated Mario movie with Chris Pratt as Mario and Jack Black as Bowser. Pass. I'm, I'm not going to the theater for that. No, I'm going to scroll down here a little more. Uh, don't care about that movie. Oh, of course. Now guardians of the galaxy volume three. May 5th, 2023. The gang's all back. Of course. Lo- love the first two. I'm on board for this one. I'm sure you are mm-hmm. as well. Yep. All right. Can't wait for that. What about... Now, here's one I'm not interested in, but I think I remember you saying you were uh, May 19th, Fast 10. Uh, I'm... I haven't watched one of these in a theater in a long time. Okay. I think they're fun, but okay. I don't, I'm not going out. Okay. Of yeah, I can I can vaguely remember you saying uh, some of those were actually pretty good, but I wasn't sure. So not a theatrical for you. No. Me either. I've only seen a couple of them, so for me. Um, here's one that's had a lot of controversy because of the casting of a uh, black woman. It's The Little Mermaid. Ariel's being played by a black woman. Um, I have as well documented in this podcast, I'm not really a fan of the, all these live action remakes. I don't really see the necessity of them. This one though, um, just because of the negativity towards it, a lot of people really didn't like the fact that they cast a black woman. I'm like, what's the big deal? I don't see the big deal of it. I don't think that's going to be enough to get me to the theater, but I'll probably watch it on Disney plus, you know, when it comes to Disney plus, um, but yeah. Okay. Now we get to one. This is my wheelhouse. June 2nd. You don't want to know how I feel. About oh, that. I'm sorry. Yes. How do you feel about that? My bad. Uh, I'm probably not going to watch it. Yeah. It has nothing to do with her being black. No, of course not. It has not. to do with, I didn't think Aladdin was that great. No, it wasn't. And I didn't think that the other live action one they did. They've done, they're redoing them all. They've done Dumbo. They've done yeah. Pinocchio. Yeah. Now they've done, yeah. Lion King was only okay because of the animals. Right. But I didn't. No, they're just okay. They're not necessary. No, the cartoons necessary. are classics. Yeah, yeah. They're classics. So like, it has nothing to do with casting. It has to do with, I don't need a live animation. Right. Uh, and like I said, live action. I may watch it on Disney Plus just because it's one that I my wife would probably want to watch. But I mean, that may not even happen. So now we get to June 2nd, 2023. Spider-Man, the much delayed, much anticipated for me. I'm sure you as well. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, the first Spider-Man uh, multiverse was what? I don't remember the name of the first one now. Into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse was incredible. So this is across the Spider-Verse part one. So there'll be another part to it. Uh, sign me up. I'm on board. The first one won an Oscar for best animated film. It's not only the best animated film of that year. It's one of the best Spider-Man movie, period, like animated or otherwise, in my opinion. Uh, I love what Tom Holland's doing, um, but I would put him his these animated the Miles Morales animated Spider-Man films right up there with what Tom's doing. I thought that movie was top notch. I love it. You? 
Yeah, I'm in. I'll watch that for yeah, sure. Well, that's a theater. Looking forward to it. Theater one for me, for sure. All right, here's one. Uh, I lost interest in this series a long time ago. We mentioned when talking about Mark Wahlberg that you still thought they were fun. Now, Mark Wahlberg's not in this one, but it's Transformers Rise of the Beasts, which comes out June 9th, 2023. I'll tell you this. I have not seen the trailer. I haven't either. Um, it's starring Ron Perlman as the head guy who is, uh, you know, Ron Perlman from Hellboy. Correct. Who is also uh, Sons of Anarchy. Um, I, I don't know. I, I would tell you right now that I would say I'm 50-50. I haven't seen the trailer. I might see the trailer and be like, yeah, I'm not going to watch that. It comes from the, it says it's taking place in the time after the 80s, set in the, the 80s Bumblebee. I didn't watch the Bumblebee movie with John Cena. They said that movie was actually really good. I the son is very old right there. Yeah. I didn't watch the Bumblebee. Yeah, I didn't see the Bumblebee. <laughs> I didn't watch the one with John Cena, but I've actually heard a lot of good things about the John Cena one with the uh, with Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. So we'll but, see. The, but this is taking place in that, and I guess it's based loosely on the Beast Wars, which were their animal transformers, but they're also animals. Uh, here, this one is called Elemental. It's a cartoon. The last offering from Pixar takes place in a city whose residents belong to the elements of fire, water, land, and air, where one fiery woman forms a friendship with a watery man. We don't know much else about the story, but the film is directed by Peter Sohn, who also helmed 2015's The Good Dinosaur. Uh, it, this won't be a theatrical run for me. This will definitely be. It's Pixar. So I, I always watch Pixar films. They're not all great, but they're worth rolling the dice on. I'll, I'll check it. I'll watch it on Disney Plus, but this is not a theater run. Uh-huh. You? Same. All right. Now, here's a Netflix movie. This, I, this was now probably almost three years ago that the first one came out. We're getting another. We're getting Extraction, too. Uh, or as I like to call it, Thor Wick, uh-huh. starring our homeboy Chris Emsworth. Uh, and you know, and it looked like he was dead at the end of the first one. We knew he was, but we knew he'd be back. Of course, it's Netflix. I don't even have to go to a theater for this one. I'm, I'm watching it. Uh, I, I remember when we reviewed it the first time, when, the first extraction. Uh, we both enjoyed it. I liked it a little bit more than you. Yes. Uh, but it was entertaining. It was fun. Yeah, Def- I'm, definitely, I'm in. I'm watching it for sure, hundred percent. Uh, here's one that has been put off and put off and put off because this guy's an asshole. Uh, June 16th, 2023, they are saying we're going to get The Flash. Uh, there was a lot of hype around this movie because we are getting Ben Affleck's Batman. We're also getting Michael Keaton's Batman because The Flash can time travel and go to different time. Go Basically, it's another multiverse type thing where he could... He can. He's gonna see Ben Affleck's Batman. He's gonna see. Everybody was stoked to see Michael Keaton back in the cape and cowl again. Uh, and uh, but this guy's had drunken incidents, incidents with girls underage, drugs, alcohol. He's just being an asshole, basically. A real mess. And uh, but what's funny is uh, James Gunn has said that. They're still riding with him, basically. Like, he may be the Flash carrying on. They haven't said 100%, but they support him. They want him to get clean, get sober, get his life together, and they stand behind him doing that. So that leads me to believe... They didn't say, yeah, this fucker's fired. Like, so he could still be the Flash moving forward. So I'm I'm, uh, I'm going to... I'm going to go to the theater. 100%. Yeah, that's a theater one for me. 
unless like it comes out and it just gets shit on yeah yeah then maybe i'm like Ugh. Uh, you know what though i gotta tell you to see michael keaton that i feel like batman 88 that was my batman the first batman i saw in a movie theater it gets shit on and i probably still go and i also like ben affleck's batman like he was in shit movies but i, I liked him as batman i gotta admit i it's tough but i'd probably still go just for that reason okay one I'm super stoked for. I don't know if it's going to be good because the last one was awful. June 30th, 2023, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. That's a horrible name. I'm going to start right out the gate and say, I think the Dial of Destiny is fucking corny. Like, that's an awful name. But I liked the trailer. Good looking trailer. Harrison Ford is a stud at almost 80. He's still killing it. Uh, he still can pull it off. Um and, you know, the last one, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, left such a bad taste in my mouth. It was so corny. I'm hoping they send Indy off with a bang and that this is a good movie. Uh, I am I will check it out more than likely. Um, uh, unless, just like the last movie, unless it gets closer and it just gets destroyed. Like people say, it's like awful. Right. Uh, good cast. Antonio Banderas, Mads Mikkelsen. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. It's got a great cast. So, and it's directed by James Mangold. He's a great director. Uh, so there's a lot going for it. I'm hoping uh, it's not Steven Spielberg. It's the first time ever that Steven Spielberg hasn't directed an indie movie. So we'll see. That could be good or bad. So, all right. I am scrolling. Oh, here's one for me that I don't think, I know you're not going to go to the theater to see. I will be in the theater. I came on late to these movies. I was a late comer to the party on these movies. But once I saw one, I went back and watched them all, and now I'm caught up. And that is Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Uh, that drops July 14th. Um, I, I watched Mission Impossible 5, dug it, then went to the theater and saw 6, and then proceeded to go back and watch 3 and 4. I fell in love with these films. Cruz does all his own stunts. It's an ensemble cast. They're all incredible. Everybody in it. I mean, you got Simon Pegg, Ving Rhames, um... Gosh, it's just an, it's an ensemble cast that's incredible. The action's incredible. The plot lines are good. It's spy, espionage, thriller. I'm there. I, I saw the last one on IMAX, and it blew my mind. I know then this one, they had a trailer where he does a stunt where he's jumping the motorcycle off of a cliff, then bailing off the motorcycle and uh, free-falling and pulling a, a chute, and he really does it all. Like, uh, insane at 7... I, almost 60 like 59 60 years old he's still doing this uh i'm in but i i have a feeling i know your answer is that that's going to be a resounding no for you on that one i have not watched 10 seconds of a yeah i i can't stress this enough to you i know how you feel about i'm not the biggest tom cruise guy three through whatever we're up to now i think this is seven but whatever we're at forget the first two the first one's old. It has nothing to do with the rest of the story. The second one's trash. From three on, the Mission Impossible movies, the characters all connect. The stories connect. They're phenomenal. I swear to you, man. Like, I wouldn't steer you wrong. Like, I would say this. I had somebody, I told somebody else at my work this, and they came back to me and they're like, you know what? I'm not a big fan, but damn it, Bill. I watched three. It was on Netflix. He's like, and I, they are on Netflix right now. He's like, you're right, dude. That was fucking amazing. And I, I would say, dude, watch three. And if you think it's absolute garbage, tell me next time we talk and, and don't watch the rest. But I think if you watched three, 
you would be in and want to check the rest out. I That's just my opinion, but I, I'm stoked for that. I can't wait. Uh, next, July 21st, the Barbie movie starring <laughs> Margot Robbie, a.k.a. Uh, Harley Quinn. No, obviously not. Just kidding. I mean, unless unless you want to see it. I, I don't want to, you know. Uh, I don't know anything about this movie. It's called Oppenheimer, but it's directed by Christopher Nolan. Uh, Oppenheimer by Christopher Nolan. Cillian Murphy, Florence Pugh, Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, Robert Downey Jr., Rami Malek, Josh Hartnett. Get out of here, man. That cast is incredible. I don't know what it is, but I want to see it. It's about uh, the father of the atomic bomb. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, uh, I'm 100% in on this. For two reasons, Christopher Nolan and He's Cillian phenomenal. Murphy. Both phenomenal. Cillian Murphy, if you don't know, was um, Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Right? Tommy Shelby. Also in uh, Batman Begins. Yes. Yes. Funny story about that, but I'll tell you that later. Okay. Because yeah. you have one minute All right. to scroll through and find one more movie. That's uh, well, one. here, we'll end it on this one. Uh, I, I am not excited about this, so I'd like to hear your thoughts. July 28, 2023, The Marvels. I, I, I'm I not excited, but what do you think? Um, I haven't seen anything about it. I know that Brie Larson's in it and uh, Samuel L. Jackson's in it, and I think... Yeah. That something, if I remember, and I might be wrong, and if I am, then I'm sure I'll be told this. This is going to be somewhat connected to the Samuel L. Jackson thing coming out on Disney+. Plus, Right, and you know, they had the Ms. Marvel TV show, so I'm sure this is called The Marvels because of the fact that she's going to join up, I'm guessing. I didn't watch the Miss Marvel TV show. It's been so long since Captain Marvel. I, I mean, I, I liked it fine enough, but I'm not excited for this. Uh, if it connects and I have to see it, that's where Marvel gets you. Mm-hmm. Is you have to watch to, uh, to do it. So I may still watch it. We'll see when the time comes. I'll keep you posted. One more because I'm stoked. September 1st, The Equalizer 3. Hell Yes. Denzel Washington, Dakota Fanning from the first one is coming back. Loved the first one. Second one was okay. So the fact that they're bringing Dakota back and tying it back to that first one, 100%. I'm there. September 1st, let's go. Can't wait. I'm sure you feel the same. I'm in. All right. And that's 100%. it. Those are those are like the big ones. There's not a lot of others. Not Saw 50? No, yeah. Wonka, the Color Purple remake. Uh, oh, um, Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom. Uh, finally, December, Christmas Day. Dude, that was supposed to come out like two years ago. They're saying he has a chance to move forward as Aquaman as well and still continue to play Aquaman. I think that's smart. Uh, I'll probably watch that. You? Uh, I'll probably watch that. And uh, the other one that I did, I don't know if I'm going to check it out, but we'll see what happens as it gets closer. Uh, this is a DC, uh, I believe, drop-off, but the... the uh, Craven the Hunter. Yes. He's coming out in October. Supposed to be, originally he was going to be the villain in the third uh, canceled um, Andrew Garfield Andrew Spider-Man. Garfield Spider-Man. Craven is a famous, one of Spider-Man's rogues gallery villain. He's basically a hunter who hunts him like prey. Mm-hmm. He's very wicked, very evil. Uh, yeah, I, I'm on board for that one too. And there's supposed to be another December 20th, another Ghostbusters Afterlife which I know you didn't get a chance to see the the last one. It's incredible. I'm stoked for that as well. 
So a lot of movies coming down the pipe for 2023. Would love to hear what you guys are excited for. Also, what about what are there any new television programs that are coming out that you're excited for? Would love to hear your feedback. Let us know. As I always say, we'll bring it up on another episode. We'll give you a shout out and you're going to give us more stuff to talk about, which is always a good thing because uh, when you when you're uh, doing this for five years, sometimes, uh, you know, yeah, we're looking for content and I'm not going to lie to you. Well, let me just tell you, you don't have to worry about it. You don't worry about it because Justified's coming back. That's right. We're going to have and a George lot Lopez to talk is about. an asshole. Yes, there you have it. And a hater. You ready for me to get us on up out of here? Do it. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the two. Oh, nine. Raylan motherfucking Givens. Peace.